we should be golden. I see starting soon. So yeah, yeah we're right. good. Here we go. All right, hang on. Let me get me get my finger on the knob. Here we go. Hopefully you'll hear this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all are listening to the Overseas Connection podcast. Shut up and sit down. Here we go. Would you come? I think we're just getting started. Medic! I'm a witcher. I think this is more than you can handle. He sits on his ass all day. Let's do this. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to episode 767 of the Overseas Connection podcast. Today, January 14th, 2024. God, I, I still had 23 in the show notes. That's uh, that's the way this day has been. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting a little bit of a late start, but uh, not too, too bad. Uh, a couple technical errors, including my PC taking forever to load up uh, because I had to restart it. Um, I think that means it's going to be time for a new PC this year. Uh, anyway, hey, if you are listening, welcome. If you're watching us live, welcome again. Uh, we do this every Sunday, 8 p.m. in the UK, our new starting time, 3 p.m. in the East Coast, 2 p.m. in the West Coast, uh, sorry, in the Central Time Zone. And oh, thanks, Razor, for fucking up my screen. <laughs> Razor, yeah. They... they, they Everybody wanted to do an insult update. This was the hang-up I had today. So anyway, uh, we do it 12 p.m. on the West Coast. Uh, and uh, we do it on Twitch. We do it on YouTube. We also have the audio version, of course, for you to download and hang out, listening to it while you're maybe grooving to the oldies, trying to do some exercising. Uh, all right. On the show this week, this is the important bits. It's just myself and Mark. Mark. Hello. Hello, Greg. Hello, everyone. Yes, three weeks on the trot. Must must be something <laughs> going saying. on there. Yeah. Back of the fire, baby. Yeah. Uh, Kim Woods was going to try and make the show, and then she thought better of it because she is not feeling great. So no, we hope she gets well soon. Yeah. I hate migraines. Uh, Robin is playing um, Mrs. Doubtfire right now. So, uh, you know, missing in action. That's okay. It's a family time. He has to take care of the kids while his wife is away. And Pete is somewhere out in the ocean floating about. <laughs> uh, we're not sure. Uh, we have not heard from him in a while, so we're we're fearful that uh, the Titanic may have happened to his ship. The last rumor was there was um, a canal stuck in a lock system on the on uh, the Birmingham Canal, and apparently that was uh, Pete. <laughs> ah, uh, I I had heard a different news story that uh, he was in danger of running aground. He needed to make five miles an hour north. <laughs> And um, but his boat could only do sure four, he so he screwed, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. Hey, we, we got a show today. We, we're going to talk some stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about kind of reflecting back on 2023, what we liked, what maybe we didn't like um, in terms of games. Uh, we will talk a little bit of news. There's some news coming up, uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that as well. But in the meantime, to start things off, Mark, um, why don't we do some story time, and then I'm going to quickly shut my door while we play that jingle. Right. Everyone here loves story time, our favorite time of the day. Jingle done. By the way, did you hear the intro, Greg? 
Okay. All right. All right. Did you, did you hear the intro at the beginning, by the way? I heard nothing because I walked oh. away from my computer, Mark. Oh, I was I running to close my door. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, at the beginning with the five, four, three, two, one. I heard it at first, and then it cut out on me. All right. Okay. Yeah. I might so, not turn the dial all the way up then. You know what? I hate when you don't turn the dial all the way yeah. up. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. Turn it really the, is. Not, turn the knob too much. Uh, you know, you thing. can't. You got to be careful of turning the knob too yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, just us, Robin. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Mark, what's been going on with you this past week? So um, I've done a Kim. I bought some PC games. Uh, I went on to CD Keys to get some more Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, so I bought three months worth of Game Pass Ultimate for 25 quid, um, okay. which is a good saving because it's twelve ninety nine a month uh, via the Xbox uh, auto like recurring payment thing. Right. Uh, so, but while I was on there, I thought, oh, now I've got a new shiny PC. I'll have a look at all the PC games. There are freaking shitloads of cheap PC games on CD keys, and I'm talking yeah. thousands, hundreds of pages with like hundred on each page. Um, so I, I searched for ten pound and under, and a shitload came up too. Uh, but yeah. two, what stuck out to me was Tropico Six. Now I, I like okay. these type of strategy games, and this is like a, you're a dictator in a uh, on this island. And I've played w- right. one of the earlier Tropicals. I think it was Tropical Three. I know it's a fill game. Um, so uh, it was one pound ninety seven. I think it was. So I thought I'll have that. Uh, and then I saw a game I played on the Xbox, which was on Game Pass, called Shipbra- uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker. Remember that, Greg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you float around and you like break up a ship and have to send it to the relevant furnaces and that yeah i i i ultimately wasn't crazy about that just because it was work it, it, yeah. i don't like like I, look power washing simulator it was yeah. fun for a little bit but then <laughs> it's like it's just a job you're doing a job and and honestly i play games to get away from doing yeah. jobs so yeah uh well i i, I found it quite relaxing to play that and i, I take the timer off and everything so there's no pressure on me uh but with the pc version i think the controls are quite a lot easier using the mouse and keyboard rather yeah, than the yeah, controller yeah. trying to think so um and it and it looks really nice so i think that were about three or four quid so i got that as well so yeah i've okay. not really played well, i haven't even started up tropical i've i played the intro to hard space just to see what it was like and yeah it's really good <coughs> so yeah bought them um my Webcam brackets came what Kim recommended, so I've got them up now. But I think I've put them a bit too high because uh, I'm right down here. <laughs> so I've got the two webcams. So there's one for Skype, what you see me on, which is that one, and then right. I've got the one for OBS, which everyone else can see me on that one. But yeah, I think I might have to lower them. So that's more holes in my wall I'm gonna have to fill. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, it's a lot better because before there was on my monitors. And the monitor, I've got a new monitor set up with a new PC, and they were way too close to me. It's like, you don't want to see me close up, no. <laughs> uh, and finally, TV program-wise, so in anticipation for season four of The Boys on Amazon, okay. that superhero fantastic series, which is unbelievable what they get away with. I just love that love that series. Uh, there's a spin-off called Gen uh, V. Yes, um, Gen V. Yeah, Womble mentioned it in one of the chats. I think it was on Discord. Um, and I've seen it on Amazon Prime, but I didn't think much of it. I thought the spin-off would be rubbish. But Womble says, give it a go. First episode, oh my fucking God, I am hooked. 
So we're two <laughs> episodes in now. Oh my! So you remember Termite in season three? Not uh, Hero Gasm. Uh yeah yeah well more or less but some not similar to that but it was a, a lass who can shrink herself and she, oh God, first episode right uh, I'm not saying no more just gotta watch it it's unbelievable well, you know so the, my it's wife one thing I struggle with with the boys and and obviously it'll be with this series as well and, it, and that is sometimes I feel like they're doing these things just for shock value for the sake of being outlandish yeah. But I think the, the the general premise of the boys is good enough to stand on its own without needing to do kind of the gimmicky, you know. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, we're watching that now. So that's really good. Uh, I haven't seen this week's Reach yet, so I don't know if that's any good. I don't know if you've seen. That. Uh, what episode are you on? Uh, the last one I saw was last week's, where that warehouse blew up, where the fort that guy was in. Okay. So, and then so, uh, the guy escaped in the helicopter. Terminator Man. Right. Yeah. So I I I finished up Reacher. Uh and the less unless they are releasing Is that the last more episode? episodes. That, that's my thing. So oh, all right. Okay, well. right now I don't see any other episodes released on it, and it's been out for a while, so I'm assuming yeah. it's done. Um and I and I also finished up Ashoka. Uh, on Disney oh, Plus. Oh yeah, I've got that on my watch list. I still haven't and seen I gotta, Kenobi. Though. Here's my gripe: both are like cliffhanger finishes. Yeah, they I don't resolve kind of the the actual storyline, and it just it frustrates me. So, um, I, I enjoyed what I saw of Reacher. I enjoyed what I saw of Ashoka. Um, mm. I just I would have liked some kind of actual like resolution as opposed to the open ended kind of uh, you know, it's not. Not literally saying to be continued, but it might as well have said to be continued. Yeah. Uh, but they're siding that with movies now, aren't they, as well? They've done it with Fast X. Um, yeah. It just cuts off and you have to wait till 2025 for the next movie. They did it with the latest uh, Mission Impossible. They've done it with Rebel Moon on Netflix. You just you got to wait. Magic, at least Rebel I Moon. I still haven't seen Rebel Moon. Yeah. It's still on my to-do list. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think part of it also was I knew that was going to be a multi-movie project. Yeah. Um, but also the the middling reviews coming back in definitely didn't put it on my like I must see it now yeah. uh, list. But um, at least with Rebel Moon, we only have to wait till April for the next one. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, uh, what else is that? what else? That, that's it for me. Okay, all right. Busy, uh, busy week at work. Um, a lot of rusty old vans and fucking coming home knackered as usual. But yeah. In the S, Kim. Nobody wants a frustrated Greg. Nobody. <laughs> uh, speaking of frustrations, dealing with Social Security Department, uh, beyond frustrated, trying to help my mom sort things out with my dad passing oh, and, and dealing with Social Security checks. And in, in essence, when a, a, a spouse passes, Social Security will allow the surviving spouse to claim whatever's the, the larger Social Security check. So, uh, my dad, you know, his social security check was, was higher. And so we called social security asking them, Hey, he received a check in, uh, basically the last part was for his December payment. But of course he had passed right at the end of December on December 27th. And so, um, 
it was, I think, January 10th that the check had been uh, technically deposited into his account, although it hit actually January 8th. Uh, weird timing. But anyway, uh, we called and said, you know, hey, you know, should we hold off on doing anything with that or can we use it? And they said, no, it's OK. Go ahead. Um, usually it takes, you know, two to four weeks for the changeover to happen and um, and you should be OK. <laughs> Lo and behold, I get a notification uh, on on the my parents' account reclaiming check. I'm like, what the hell? So, <laughs> uh, in, in a nutshell, they w- moved faster than this employee thought they would, and uh, it just created a massive headache for me to have to deal with in terms of just navigating, making sure funds were in the account because they were now pulling funds back, all that good stuff. Someone is um, the front doorbell. Uh oh, Alexa. I've been waiting all day for a new headset because this lead on this one's a bit <laughs> a bit dodgy. It keeps the sound keeps going off. And Amazon, like twenty past eight at night, Amazon finally turn up. Someone's at the front door. Yeah. They're in the house, Mark. They're in the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh fantasy football wrapped up. Um and the social security stuff just to, to put a bow on that. Um it's all sorted, but it just is a pain in the ass. And it, it bugs me to no end that somebody would just give out advice that just wasn't right. Um, Especially around stuff like that. Uh, Fantasy football has wrapped up. Uh, One league I did not win, Gary DiFelice, uh, was in the running to win that league, but he lost. Um, So I just like to rub that in. And then (laughs) um, the league that Gary runs, I won. All right. So, yeah. That was on um, the Garcast one. Yes. Same one, yeah. So yeah. I saw I saw that they've done signups for the next one. Yeah, uh, so um, the fantasy league—it's called Marvel. And what's kind of funny is all the all the different team names are are different Marvel superhero characters. So like you'll you'll see Captain America, and I, my my team is Deadpool. All right. And so um, I just uh, my my team picture is Deadpool giving the middle finger. <laughs> I felt I felt that was appropriate. Yeah, uh, I got a notice for jury duty, Mark. Uh, do you guys ever have to do this? Um, we we do. We can get called up at any time. I've not been called up. My mum's been. Uh, uh. She found it quite interesting. Uh, I'd like to do it to be honest, but yeah, I've not, never been called up. So, in in theory, I'd like to do it, mm. but the realities are, jury duty. One, you don't really get paid. All that much. I mean, it's like yeah. ten bucks a day. Right. All right. Now we get um, we get um whatever our wages. I think. Yeah. That, 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 that seems far more reasonable. You, yeah, and you get traveling allowances and that. Um, yeah. The other thing is, some of them can be really boring. Sometimes you can be sat there all day and not even get a case. Yeah. No, uh, exactly. But we all had some so, good cases. I got I got the notice for jury duty. Uh, but here's the the benefits. Again, I always say my son Colin pays his way. Uh, and, and so I reached out to his doctor and said, Hey, I, I need a, a, <laughs> a note for jury duty to get out of it. Uh, and sure enough, you know, doctor yeah. had no problem giving it to me. Right. So when you have a special needs son, it, it takes a yeah. lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, I will pass on jury duty. Although in fairness, I actually have sat in on a jury. I have done jury duty. I, I was in a week long trial for a drug deal. Uh, basically, they had arrested a guy that had a bunch of drug paraphernalia um, in a storage unit, and as well as um, a, a, I think it was at the time, was it, it might have been 
trying to remember the drug of choice that he had. <laughs> it was a powder form. Anyway, needless to say, he was trying to claim it was personal use and that he wasn't selling because that was the big sticking point. Selling, yeah. you're going to get a yeah, lot more yeah, years yeah. on your S- sentence versus here, just yeah. use. There's possession but, of any intent to supply. Yeah. But he had scales. He, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, weight and scales, all the little dealer the, box. packaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So needless yeah. to say, uh, we, uh, we, we more or less convicted him and yeah. sent him to jail. Uh, when my mum did it, she said one of the jury members fell asleep, nodded off. All right, and the judge stopped the whole court. Right, and wouldn't allow anyone to wake this person up, and they just waited till this guy woke up. Right, and then he fined him for every minute he was asleep. <laughs> oh no way! Yeah, yeah. Damn. Contempt to court. Okay. Fuck you know. Well, let me just turn my Savage. camera off. Yeah, you're on 360. He's going yeah. in and out and moving around. It's all head. wee wee wee. <laughs> Uh, I keep forgetting. Anytime I start using my hands, I can because it uses hand gestures to turn on the camera. And yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, Lord, in the chat, I want to give him a shout out and Kim too. Why not? You know, she says disabilities okay. for the win. <laughs> yes. Uh, let me tell you, they they do indeed pay their way. Uh, we said joysticks and chill. I think they were in there as well. Yeah, they're supposed to be going live tonight for the first time since May last year. So, right. shock, shock horror, we might be getting a podcast from them guys. Uh, that would be shocking. Uh, yeah. Welcomed. Uh, you but, know, but so, they're having technical difficulties as well. <laughs> since we're chatting away and talking story time, why don't we bring up, I know there were a couple of Discord questions that got thrown out to us, and I thought they were yeah. some pretty good questions. Yeah, well, I did make a category on the show notes after games play, but we'll do them now if you want. I can move on. Yeah, why not? Right, yeah. Let's do them now. So, we've got two questions. <clears throat> I thought I'd um, steal a bit of an idea from the SEAL guys and... Uh, request questions for the show each week so we've got one from lord and he's put i have a quick question what was your biggest regret in gaming uh, it can be anything from something you didn't buy or a game you never completed or anything like that hmm. i've actually thought about this a little bit i've made some notes okay Do you want me to well, go first, I, I will let you start right. i'm thinking through this and all right well my biggest regret is actually buying so many games and when a new game comes out, I go, oh, I love that, I love that. Or even cheap games on sale. And not finishing them or not even bloody starting them. So I have got a huge pile of shame. And my biggest regret is not getting through that pile of shame. But now, now, okay. I, I don't have many other regrets in gaming, really. Let's, but let's, let's, dissect, let's dissect this regret of yours, Mark. Because you <laughs> literally just went on to CD keys and bought I know, a bunch of exactly. <laughs> and when am I going to get to play Tropical 6? <laughs> and for for uh, about a year, I was doing the Humble Bundle every month, getting right. a load of games from that. And, and I had that many games, I couldn't even give them away. I was trying to give codes away on the podcast, weren't I? Yeah, like a year, two years ago. You just can't give them away. It's just no. so many games. Um, it, it is an interesting question. I mean, I suppose Pile of Shame is certainly a regret. Um. Although I like to dabble in a lot of games, and yeah. so I, you know, I will just like fire up a game, dabble a little bit, and check it out. Yeah. If it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's time um, for me. It's just for time. Regrets. I, you know, I, I think one of my regrets, and and it, it's hard to ca- classify it as a regret, but it's something that I, I, as a video game podcaster, I probably could be better at, um, and that is just embracing Nintendo. I just have never got on with Nintendo, no. but they it's a hugely popular platform and I just I just can't. And I had a Nintendo uh, NES back in the day 
and and I played on that, but um, I've just I, I it's it's always a direction I'm just not crazy about. And then there's a, a one you know every once in a while you see a game that comes out and you're like oh that's really great I would wouldn't mind playing that game but you know it's on the Nintendo platform, but getting into that whole ecosystem just feels daunting at this point. And I know it's not really, but it's just not something I want to do yeah. at the end of the day. I'm the same. I've never owned anything Nintendo apart from the DS Lite many years ago. But yeah, no, I've never got into the Nintendo stuff. And I've always been tempted, but I just know I won't get to play it. Because like, I've got the PC, I've got the PS5, Xbox One X, uh, Series X, sorry. And, and I don't have time to do them. Like in in theory, I could just do it with one machine, and then I'm, I'm not giving myself that much choice uh, and right. limiting myself. But no, you, you don't do that. Do you? you know, um, one, I, I I think I'm starting to regret my association with Kim as uh, she slanders <laughs> us in the chat. Uh, but yeah, no. So I, I guess the Nintendo thing that would be kind of one of my regrets. I think I regret from this past year, and we'll talk about it. In, in some respects, because we're going to talk about the games that we played and, and enjoyed from 2023, but that is um, not fi- not getting Alan Wake 2. Um, I think it's a game yeah. I'll, I'll like when I do yeah. eventually get it and play it. Um, well, I wasn't a big fan of Alan Wake 1, but all the reviews and people's ravings on Alan Wake 2, I'm, I'm tempted to give it a go now. Hopefully it yeah. might come to Game Pass. Let's hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so I think just the, the the lack of embracing of Nintendo from my perspective is probably my one regret. But I can't really call it a regret, other than it's just something that I kind of think about. Maybe I should have done or should do at some point, and I just can't bring myself to do it. Mm. Um, I, I have a, another slightly gaming related regret, and that is being off a podcast for a year. But I did need to take some time out and. Sort out my mental yeah. health and with changing jobs and stuff and um and my workload, we started going to bed a lot early now. So this eight pm start for me is so much better because yeah. like we're, we're used to being in bed at half past ten. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So well, interesting though. Fun. This this transitions nicely to the next question. Yeah. So this one's from John Wilson from Joysticks and Chill. If you haven't heard of them, don't worry about it because we all haven't because they never fucking podcast. Uh, his question is: What's the hardest thing about podcasting? Yeah, so this that, that's an interesting one because I, I think it, it, it boils down to two uh, – well, for me, it's two different areas. Um, one, I think just having the the wherewithal on the tech side mm. is in, in just keeping up with kind of, you know, making sure the podcast runs smoothly. And God knows we struggle with that at times. Um, so I think that's one aspect of it. But I think that the probably the biggest challenge with podcasting, and uh, you know, I mean, I take some pride in this, but it, it is keeping up the energy to in, in in having the energy for you know a weekly podcast if you're doing it or or just whatever your frequency is. But but being um, being determined to to carry through. Yeah. And and one of the things about this podcast, which I kind of always knew. Because, you know, we wanted it to be more than just one voice. We wanted it to be a community of voices. And so it it was all about making sure we had enough people that, you know, even once we had moments where people couldn't make the podcast, because our personal lives get in the way, 
that we at least had one or two that could still make and, and make the podcast and create something that could be, you know, heard for the community. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges to consistency is that's where I was going with all of this is consistency of, of doing it, whatever your timing is. If it's every two weeks or every week, um, making sure you're putting something out on a consistent basis. And, and again, you know, there are times where we'll put out an early podcast. We'll, we'll kind of, shift gears a little bit and be like, Hey, we're, we're all not going to make Sunday, but maybe we do something on Friday. Mm. It's just a random one-off. But even that is part of being consistent. It's just ensuring that you're putting something out there so people can know they can count on the podcast to be there. So did you hear that job? That's, Consistency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, mine are more on a personal level. Mine's more about, being a bit self-conscious and not having as much confidence. Like Robin has got so much self-confidence and is an extrovert. I'm an introvert. So, I, right. uh, and I know Kim was the same and she's come out of a shell a lot. She's she's doing so good on, on this podcast now as Kim. But uh, yeah, I'm just more conscious of my, my image and my, um, but just how I conduct myself on the podcast, uh, how I speak and my accent. I hate my accent. I hate my Yorkshire accent. I don't know why. Um, so yeah, just like self-consciousness really. Um, time is a, the other factor, which that's why I've had a break. Um, so yeah, those are the two, two for me. Oh, I love you too, Kim. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, look, we are excited that Kim came out of the closet uh, and, and has <laughs> blossomed. Yeah. That's been that's been fun to watch. Um, oh, my, and, and... This, this show's done wonders for my self-confidence and, and, and that. So it has helped me. Uh, if you compare the early shows, like, oh, I've, you know, when I've swept the computer out, I found some old recordings, uh, and on the YouTube, there's videos going back like seven or eight years of us, and it's, it's unbelievable some of the stuff what we were doing. <laughs> I, I still remember back in the day when it was more of an audio version podcast yeah, and yeah. hearing Richard Primrose snoring on the oh, podcast. Yeah, it was just was a classic. classic moment. And the, and the um, sleeping bag rustling. Oh, God, yeah. And then to find out, he literally at one point duct taped his headset to his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, we've had we've had some characters in the uh, uh, you know over the years. But yeah, um, yeah no uh, consistency. Uh, make you know, interestingly, for the self confidence thing. It's been it's been uh, a windfall for me having been on the podcast and doing it for a lo- as long as I had. When I started this, you know, the job that I'm in currently, a lot of what I do is video. Yeah. Meetings. And a lot of people are, you know, very nervous about that. I just, I mean, I took to it like a duck in water. It was just like, yeah, no, that's not a problem. I can do a video meeting. And then conducting webinars is another thing that you can get nervous about because, you know, with Mm -hmm. my work, those webinars, you know, you're, you're live and you're going to have, you know, a lot of people listening at, you know, live during that. And again, not Mm -hmm. something that's a problem for me. But like you, Um, you and Robin both do like you, presentations for clients yeah. don't you? so you're used to a little bit of public speaking but like for me and kim we'd never done all like that well i hadn't so yeah, yeah. It, it has been daunting but yeah i'm a lot better now so i, I still no, you... i still feel like sometimes i'll come off after the show and i think fucking hell i did shit tonight i could have done better well so. if it makes you feel better we we, we think the same thing chris and robin yeah. just jumped in the chat no God. Rob's put the boys where I mean the two noobs. It was right there. I'm, I am a big noob. We've been playing some nah. PUBG lately. And it's just... 
Good Lord. <laughs> Snuggins. Or Snuggins, as I called him the other day. That was. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how he should change his name to Snuggins. He actually mentioned um, that. He, he said, Did you see what Greg called me? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear the Snuggy? Yeah, the like the blanket thing with a hood and that. No? Yeah, it, yeah, it was the most ridiculous thing in the world, but I bet comfortable as hell. Well, this morning yep. I asked him yep. what Snoogans actually meant, where, where the origin of his gamer tag. So, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to know. Oh, it's from uh, it's from Jay and Silent Bob the movie. Oh, uh, okay, all yeah, right. So yeah, huh. it's got I mean, quite a watch now. It's got quite a rude connotation to it. Yes. Uh, all right. Um, well, I, I think that about covers everything. And yeah. uh, great questions again. Thank you to John and to Lord uh, for submitting those questions. We encourage it. Submit on Discord. It's the future. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe not soon. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that. Foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, let's dive into uh, games, Mark. Let's talk about some games. Games. Where's that? <laughs> It's game time. You know, that's one of those funny things. The the jingles fade out on me. So right. I'm like, is it over? I think it's over. Did, yeah. did, did it fade out on you again? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. That's your end then. It's got, it's got to be your end. Why are you always trying to blame me? Just because I had a major PC well, snafu before it took we like started up. 15 minutes for you to fire up Skype. Oh. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's uh, to recap. Computer uh, for whatever reason, sometimes I'll put my so I rarely shut my PC down. I just leave it running, and sometimes I put it into sleep mode. And every once in a while, when I do that, when I come back and I try and go because normally I don't use headset audio. I just have the uh, audio playing through my speakers on the the PC. Um, every once in a while, the the headset audio won't come back. It's like it's selected headphones and it should be, it's not select, you know, so it, I have to reboot the PC and that just becomes a nightmarish wait because my PC, this is an older PC, close to its its death knell now. Um, and it has a mechanical hard drive. It doesn't have an SSD hard drive in it. And no, I can't upgrade it to an SSD drive. That's one of the problems with this particular PC I bought because mm. uh, it's a slimline PC. But anyway. First world problems. I, I will be getting a new PC at some point this year. Shout out to Christopher Matthew. Uh, speaking of people formerly on the podcast in the chat. Uh, yeah, okay. One of the OGs. Mark. Yeah. Yes. Right. What we do now? Games, games. played. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, so I've been uh, doing a few PC games. Um, we did the Friday night session. Um, yes. Snoogans was there. Uh, Rob was in the chat now. Uh, and Martin was in the Discord chat as well, but he had to sort his kids out, and he was on Xbox. But me and Snoogans have been we've bought Lethal Company on PC, and we've both been wanting to play it, and we haven't yet, so we gave that a try. And I recorded it, and I've uploaded uploaded the footage to YouTube. Oh, my God, this game is hilarious. Now, it. okay, I just need to point something out here. So I, I saw Lethal Company, you know, video posting, and I was, like, kind of excited because I was like, what a great name. For the new Friday night podcast crew, the Lethal Company. <laughs> like we yeah. have, we have the Bad Bunny Men on our Wednesday night Halo nights. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Lethal Company. That's a okay. You guys are, you know, being smart. No, it's the game. The game, yeah. And I just want to say this right now. Lethal Company does not look 
great. Oh no, do you know how big the download is? Two hundred and thirty-six megs. Megs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that explains tiny. a lot. And it's been made by one guy, but it's, the gameplay is just hilarious. So, right, the premise of it is you work for the company, right? And so you have this little ship, and you land on these various randomly generated moons, and you have to get salvage. Um, and this salvage is worth a certain amount. <coughs> and you've got three days to get this salvage and meet a quarter. So the, I think the first quarter you have is 129 credits. Um, and if you cash it all in on day one, you only get a certain percentage of that. Cash it in on day two, you get a little bit more. And if you wait till day three, you get the most value for it. And you have to fly to the company's depot on the last day and hand it all in, which was an experience in itself. Um, but yeah, but so, but you're not alone on these moons. There are various creatures and nasties, and there's a lot of darkness, as you can see on the screen. So it's advisable to buy a torch, or as you guys call it, a flashlight. Right. Uh, but Not a flashlight. Flashlight. Fly, yeah. Yeah, flashlight, something Robin buys. But yeah, so, but you only have a certain amount of credits yourself to buy things with. Uh, and if you've no money, you are pretty much screwed like we were here. Um the creatures in this, we haven't seen them all yet, and so what we have seen are terrifying. Apart from there's one, one of them is just a blob that rolls around really slowly after you. But I had a slow, painful death because I got stuck in a dead end. The blob was coming down a staircase. I had nowhere to go, <laughs> and I just had to wait and wait and wait for this blob to finally consume me. Uh, but um, there's there's also trip mines which we didn't know. We're picking up stuff, and Rob says, oh, there's a wheel there. Go pick that wheel up. Went over to it, touched it. Boom, we're both dead. <laughs> and as soon as you die, both you die, the ship takes off and leaves you behind. Um, kind of if- reminds me of when I picked up C4 in, in PUBG, and I'm like, what is this? And I, and I threw it down, and Rob's like, run away! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if you do die, uh, you can find the person's body and recover the body back to the ship, and it doesn't cost you as much to resurrect you for the next day, uh, which Rob has done. It's in the video if you watch right. He carries my body, and he's just pissing himself laughing all the way, carrying my back. But when you get to the stairs, right, you, you can't go up and down stairs carrying things, so he just throws me off the cliff, <laughs> down to the bottom, goes down the stairs, picks me up again. Uh, it's so funny, and he's saying, oh, I'm going to have to give you mouth-to-mouth and all this. But yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Um, right. Some of the monsters give you jump scares. There's quite a bit of screaming in this. Uh, I, I do scream like a girl when I'm surprised. Okay. Yeah, I was just uh, going to say, in the game or it, by, by oh, you? Oh, in the game, uh, by us, yeah. 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 So, yeah, it, it's just it's just hilarious. It was such a blast right. on it. Uh, and I think you can have up to four players on this. So if lethal anyone company. has got Lethal Company, if you haven't got it, it's only eight quid. It's, <coughs> excuse right. me, it's early access, so it's nice and cheap. It's a small download. You can run it on a potato PC, Greg. Which is fortunate <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's just hilarious. So if you need, if you want to play this, pop it in the Friday night um, play date group on the Discord and just put it as a suggestion, and we'll we'll play it one Friday night. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, real quick, uh, to, to sidetrack us a little bit. Uh, one, um, it still looks like shit. Uh, I I will probably pick it up though just to yeah. uh, entertain <laughs> you and Snuggins or Snuggins. Yeah. Uh, 
But um, there was a question that came up, and, and Christopher Matthew asked it, and I thought it was actually kind of an interesting question. And and the question is, how much thought do you give to your background now that everything is video? And and that's an interesting question on multiple fronts because one, obviously, for the podcast, I I don't really necessarily think about it, but my office when it is going to be set, it's not set up yet. I still have boxes freaking everywhere. Uh, you know, I, I, I do try and set up my, my office to be kind of themed and this way, you know, when we're podcasting, it kind of presents itself nicely. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> yeah, but work wise, that's an interesting one. Cause I, you know, I get on my work calls and what I used to not really care so much, but what I've found myself doing of late is I do the slight blur of the background and I find that better than trying to like do the, the fake green screen effect. Cause I, I hate that. I think it, it always makes you look odd because it like cuts your part of your hair out or yeah, you, yeah. your ears yeah. get cut off and then you're just looking odd on camera. But the slight blurring of the background actually seems to be kind of the yeah. best of both yeah. worlds. And so I like doing that just because you never know when somebody's going to see something in the background, you know, especially in a work environment where yeah. they might, you know, just be slightly put off to it. And, and, in, and in, you know, part of my job is sales. And so it's like I never want to create some weird bias with somebody, but, you know, they see something on my wall. Maybe they're not a char- – you know, maybe they're a Raiders fan and they hate the Chargers and they see a Chargers <laughs> helmet on my yeah. wall – it's just one of those odd things. Um, so yeah. yeah, what about you, Mark? Any any thoughts as uh, I look at your background and judge you? <laughs> no, not really. No. <laughs> like I do have um, the option to have a green screen put up if I want. I've got the hooks in the, the ceiling, uh, but I've just never used it. So yeah, uh, like I say, you can always blur it if you want. Well, I am bothered. Yeah. Um, uh, I... On the side note, I do remember quite recently there was a. Um, a live BBC news broadcast one night, and we were interviewing this guy. I think he was in China or Hong Kong somewhere. All right, and then, but his his kid came in the room and started messing about, and you saw his yeah. nanny come in, crawl round, and try drag the kid out. Have you seen that one? <laughs> right, <such laughs> yes, a, it's I quite have. a famous clip. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, you know, and, and and that's the other kind of uh, you know aspect to just you know work environments. Um, be careful what happens when your screen is on, right? Um, we've, <laughs> yeah. we've countless stories oh, yeah. of that stuff. Oh, happening. there's one guy who gets the old uh, tissues ready and the uh, lubrication. I won't say no more. Yep, yep. <laughs> he thinks his camera's <laughs> off. Uh, I, I, you know, the other thing which, which is odd for me now is I, almost every meeting I go into where I set up a you know a conference call meeting, I come into it with my camera on. And right. it's still kind of funny because a lot of people, they still don't like putting yeah. their cameras on. Yeah. And to me, I, I just feel like at, at this point, it's almost kind of like like a rude practice. If I set up a video conference call, the expectation is that we're going to be face-to-face in some fashion or another as yeah. opposed to you know, just having some you know, name on screen. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so good question. Good question, Mr. Yeah. Matthew. Uh, all right. Um, next game. Oh, do you want to do one? Yeah, next game. Uh, so, yeah, straight after Leafle Company, uh, Snoogans, or Snuggins, as you call them, um, sort of like got me to fire up PUBG on PC. Now, yes. I haven't played PUBG on PC since 
2018, something like that, a long time ago. When it first came out, I bought it and I played with Chinny and Fraser and a few guys. I think, didn't right. you play it on PC originally, Greg? Uh, I've had it on PC for the longest yeah. time, but no, yeah. I think I originally played it on the Xbox. Yeah. So yeah, so it's been a long time since I played on PC. So I've, I've totally got used to the controller system and everything on playing this game. I will say it does look so much better on PC. I didn't think it would. We've been on the X and S and the PS5, but yeah, it, it looks a lot better. The, depending on obviously your PC, but the, the draw distances and the lo- loadings and the just the color and the gra- graphical fidelity, it's a lot better. Um, mouse and keyboard. It didn't take me that long to sort of like sort of get the hang of it. Uh, I'm still not 100% with which key does which. I keep saying to Snoog, oh, which, how do you do with right. lean? How do you do this? But yeah, um, Snoog can talk me through the um, best way to do the toggling of the lean and the, the uh, aim down sights. Um, and yeah, I soon got the hang of it. I, I even got a few kills, which surprised me. We did do the, yeah. the casual mode, like, just to ease me into it. But yeah, it was really good. Uh, we did come across some good players as well, and I did actually kill a real player, so I was quite happy with that. All right. Um, so yeah, PUBG yeah. on the uh, on the PC, and then we did it again yeah. at eleven o'clock this morning because Snuggins. Unfortunately, Snuggins has never offered to you know give me some tips and tricks and well, PC side. He's but, you know. saying if you get it, if you do get your new, he's PC, lying. No, no, no. He was saying as soon as you get your new PC, we're gonna get you on PUBG PC. So. <coughs> he just wants everybody to play on PC because you know he's he he likes to oddly strike the <laughs> Wazda keys. Yeah. Um, um, but we've talked a lot about PUBG over the years, so I don't think there's anything yeah. new to say. That uh, they do no. still keep supporting it and updating it. The store system and the skins and that is still confusing us hell. I still don't know how to get stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it that is probably the worst UI. For any kind of live service game ever, it, yeah. it is absolutely just. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. And then you play, they've got crafting keys. Yeah, they, and and it's like you got contraband tokens and all this crap. Yeah, uh, and then you can dismantle stuff and but and yet you play Fortnite and it's so easy how they do it and probably that's yeah. why they make a lot more money on it. Yeah, so I, I really do want to go in and play Fortnite no build mode. Yes, I do think yeah, I would I enjoy yeah, that. I, I quite enjoy it no build. Um, So while we were playing PUBG, we were in the new It's a Future Discord chat, uh, and in pops Gary, the real Devo. Uh, So after we finished our our three games of casual on PUBG, we initiated Snoogans into the world of Hunt Showdown. Ah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So Hunt Showdown, I've mentioned this a few times, it's a extraction shooter with uh, PvP and PvE. Uh, you go kill a boss. You collect clues to find the boss, and when you kill the boss, it drops two t- bounty tokens. You pick one of them up, and you extract. But and, and it's set in an old west setting. Yes, so, so yeah, you old got, west. You got revolvers, but there's like monsters yeah. in in the old west. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are other teams out to do the same. So right. they can. There's a lot of tactics to this. You can either kill the boss, get the bounty, get out, or you can. Sit in wait and let someone kill the boss, get the bounty, and you kill them and nick the bounty off them. There's a lot of different ways to play this game, uh, and we had a lot of fun. Snoogans uh, got used to it pretty quickly. Um, he's good at shooters anyway, so he got a couple of kills. Um, we right. all did. Uh, sadly, my gameplay didn't record for some reason on OBS last night. Uh, I did 
a session this afternoon with Jay and Gary, and I've recorded that. I've just not edited yet. Uh, but yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, the you've played, haven't you, Greg? You you know yeah, yeah. The, the audio in this game is second to none. It's all about the audio. And uh, Stugan's got shot, and he went fuck it. I want that because it, it made him jump. You no, know, the, the bang, right. and he was dead. Uh, it was just it was just me and Gary just killing ourselves laughing. But yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we got some bounties. We got extracted. Snugan had his first bounty, um, and right. we, we did really well. So yeah, a lot awesome. of fun. Yeah. So uh, right. that's this is another game that if anyone ever wants to play Hunt Showdown, I've got it on PS5, so I can play cross console, and I've got it on PC, so I will play this anytime because I love this game. Okay. Yeah. Duly noted. Yeah. So that, that's me. Hunt the showdown for the win, and uh, the PC masturbate race, uh, according to Rob, <laughs> is is the, the the main. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kim, yes, still flaccid. <laughs> I stop bother fixing it. Uh, all right. Uh, real short for me. Uh, Halo Wednesday nights had a blast. Uh, ironically, Discord was the future in this moment because I fired up the the Series X. And started up a party, and I wasn't connecting. And I I needed to test this out because I'm not sure what was going on, but I couldn't connect up to a party. And then we ended up uh, utilizing instead of the uh, the Xbox uh, chat, we ended up using Discord. And it worked perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. So Discord, indeed, the future for the moment. Uh, you know, and I played a little more Sifu, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, I do, man. Halo just there's something about that game and, and they've been supporting it so well. Uh, it still is a blast. Um, we, we've, we had some great sessions yeah. and so it started off rough and then we, we finished on a high note and that was a, you know, kind of that, that that's all that matters. Finish on the winning note. Um, you know, Rob was kind of bringing the team down and, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, Lewis really kind of, Lewis carried the weight. Martin and I also, you know, put in the, the effort and Rob was kind of sloughing off, but you know, what do you expect? He was, you know, doing his own thing. So, uh, you got any further with Sifu then? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, I, I dabbled a little bit, and, but I mean, it was literally like about 20 minutes of gameplay, and then I had to bounce off from it. So, right. uh, still enjoying it though. Yeah. I still very much like this game. Um, I, I just love the premise that in this notion of you die and come back and you age a year. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's I interesting because I'm starting it. to see my character start like the the visual aging is happening now. Yeah, yeah. Like the first like first five years or so that you age, you don't really see any differences. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I need to download this. It look it does look good. It looks interesting. Uh Kim's uh, chiming in saying Discord also works well for Call of Duty. Yeah, I mentioned this last yeah. week. So yeah, so Boomer and Kim are on Xbox and they play with Sarah at RCGC. She's on PlayStation. Yeah. And the in-game chat on Call of Duty is very spotty. Uh, and they use Discord. Uh, Kim's created their own COD yeah. channel now in the chat section. Uh, works great. Yeah, absolutely great. I, I yeah. popped in to say hello to them the other day. So yeah. And that's the thing is, and I think this is why Discord is such a great tool, especially cross-platform, um, is that you know you want to be able to have, you know, when you're in a party, just having the chat stay consistently on. And, and it's one of the nice things about the Xbox chat, uh, you know, in terms of games on Xbox, it's like you can continue the chat. So, like, if you're in a loading screen, you're still talking. You're not getting cut out. That's one of the things, like, the Call of Duty chat 
it's great in that it'll work cross-platform, but it sucks in that in the moment you hit a loading screen, everybody goes quiet. You can't hear anything, and then, you know, whatever you were saying gets lost. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Discord, indeed, Mark, <laughs> has kind of proven to be yeah. somewhat of the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, maybe that pushes us into some news. What do you think? Uh, yeah, if I can figure out how to do the jingle, just bear with me a minute. Here is the fucking news. All right, Mark. Now that we've established Discord is the future, <laughs> uh, sadly, Discord is laying off 17% yeah. of its workforce. Yep. <laughs> uh, I saw this news story and I thought, oh, God, I got to bring this up. So, yeah, Discord is laying off 170 employees or around 70% of its workforce. Um, and this is per an announcement from the CEO on Thursday. Uh, Jason Citron, who is the CEO, said in, in, in an internal memo that was attained by The Verge that the cuts were being made to sharpen our focus and improve the way we work together to bring more agility to our organization. This decision was not taken lightly, but it is one that we have conviction in to better serve our users, our business, and our mission over the long term. Now, that is all code word for we aren't making enough no, money, no. so we had to cut All cut they expenses. have to do is change their Nitro top tier from $10 or pounds to 5 and more people buy it. Simple as yeah. that. It's, it, you might not seem to be making as much, but if more people buy it, then you're going to make more. Like yeah. I got the basic Nitro just for our server, just to help with a few things. And it were only a couple of quid a month, but I paid it over. It was twenty five pound for a year, so I, I didn't mind that. But I yeah. are paying like hundred and twenty quid for the the big nitro boot uh, nitro thing. Uh, and all uh, it gives you is extra download uh, and upload features uh, bandwidth, and it also gives you a better bit rate for streaming. Okay. Um, so it's a bit of a, a bit of a con, really. If you think about Discord and you think about the platform, it, they are in a bit of a conundrum in that um, just being a communications-only type platform, yeah. they are really sectioned off in gaming, so they don't have the ability. You know, you're not seeing Discord in the business world, so it's it's I'm, very much gaming-related. Sh- yeah, there are a few Discord servers which aren't for gaming, but they are for different industries, but right. nothing sort of like formal and mainstream i don't think it, let me just put it this way zoom and teams are eating yeah. their lunch yeah uh so how like teams is part of microsoft so you can understand how they can swallow the, right. the loss but like i don't know is zoom part of a big organization how do they make money no i think they may they they well ultimately it it's a or? subscription all oh, right okay so um but uh they you know i think they really made their mark from COVID yeah, because they really became a de facto easy to use. And that's the other thing. It's easy to use, mm. but it is also very straightforward. A, you know, a, a meeting platform, yeah. whereas discord, I don't know that they know who they are. Yeah. Are I, they, I, you know, yeah. a, a video game audio channel platform or are they a forum platform? Yeah. They're a bit of both. I'm going to say they're a mixture of both, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and I know that, uh, well, I've never used Zoom, so I can't comment on Zoom, but I know years ago on PC, um, when Hardly Dan was part of the gamesman and everything, 
they used to use TeamSpeak. Remember TeamSpeak? Yeah, yeah. And that was the predominantly uh, best way uh, as a PC gamer to chat with your friends when you're playing online. Uh, and then Discord came along, and you don't even hear of TeamSpeak anymore. I don't even know if no. that's still a thing. Uh, yeah. And Discord took over, um, and it was the future. Back in 2016 yeah. when it came out, uh, I predicted it. Um, but like you say, they haven't monetized. That's. I think the Nitro thing's only quite recent, isn't it? I'm not sure. So, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So whether they start doing a subscription service soon, I don't know. Because I think TeamSpeak, you had to pay for that, didn't you? For certain qualities. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Now I do laugh also as we're talking about Discord being the future, and yet we're still using Skype. <laughs> <laughs> I know because I think we're the only ones who do. I think it's you use what you're used to, don't you? What you what yeah. you seem to trust. Because uh, yeah. I know the uh, Seal guys use Discord. For yeah, we. I think we could eventually switch over yeah. at some point. It's yeah. just we need that push. Who yeah. knows? Maybe the future is happening. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, they did have the lamps. I don't think it's going to kill the company. I think yeah. ultimately, though, it's they just, just a money saving thing, isn't it? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember, like, just to, just last night, um, after I finished playing with with Rob and Gary, uh, my lad Jay was uh, just doing playing with randoms on PUBG. Uh, and he was in Discord, so we started chatting, and he went, well, do you want to watch me stri- watch me gameplay? And on Discord, in the chat channel, you can stream your game, and it doesn't take much resources. So he popped right. it up on the screen, and I was just watching him play. No lag or anything. Uh, and it was just good to watch, you know what I mean? It's like watching Twitch, but it was my son, sort of like five miles uh-huh. away, playing PUBG, and we're chatting like he's in the next sat next to me. So yeah, it's a really cool, really cool feature. And I know the SEAL guys do a lot of broadcasting, and uh, Gary was saying today it helps pull people into your Discord channel um, and and encourages people to join up and that, so, yeah. Uh, Well, hey, who knows? Again, it's the future. Uh, Speaking of uh, being stuck in the past, uh, Snoogans, again, (laughs) uh, saying they do still have a team speak that they utilize for Yeah, so it's still a thing, isn't it? Yeah, Um, well, at least for him. (laughs) Come on, come on, Rob. Skype, it's the future. Uh, all right, <laughs> turning the page to turn 10, uh, they are addressing complaints about Forza Motorsport progression, AI, and race regulations. I just, this was a, a Robin related thing because uh, <laughs> we have to have something race related, uh, sim racing related on this podcast. So, in a message co signed by the game director and creative director, uh, Basically, the studio said it has taken onboard feedback about car progression, race regulations, and AI driving behavior. Uh, We know that the progression system in Forza Motorsport is a divisive topic among our players. It is clear from looking at feedback that while many of our players are enjoying the systems as is, for many others, it isn't delivering the upgrade experience they expect from Forza Motorsport. While it said... uh, and while it said addressing this feedback is a top priority for the team going to 2024, it will take some time to properly evaluate options, make the necessary code changes, and thoroughly test those code changes. So they're working on a fix, but it ain't coming anytime soon. Mm. Um, and the studio said it's also aware that the race regulations aren't always working as they should. Examples include players receiving inconsistent and unfair penalties related to intentional and accidental collisions. Every time I hit somebody in that game, it is unintentional. I (laughs) assure you. Um, Yeah. Uh, It's important that we capture all the data 
that we can about a race when FRR rulings happen in error. So over the next few months, we'll be working with some longtime competitive motorsport players, Robin Tate, uh, to give direct telemetry from when they're uh, from them while they're playing. Um, no, Robin's not doing this actually, but <laughs> I think he should. Uh, they'll be capturing these instructions and feeding the data to our team so that we can issue tweaks to make FRR more accurate and reliable. We appreciate your patience as we work to improving the systems. Um, and then also people have complained about AI behavior, but honestly, when have we not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, abrupt braking, slowing down, cars not accelerating out of exits, and drivers following race lines too closely um, are some of those complaints, which... Yeah. Let's be honest. That's uh, that's always been the problem with AI. I've not even downloaded or, or played the new Forza. Yeah. I've just well, I've, we'll I've talk lost about this game a little bit. Yeah. In, in, in um, well, one of the things what put me off was hearing other people playing it and saying that if you want to upgrade your cars now, put parts on and tune it up, you have to level up each car individually. That just completely put me off. Yeah, it, it kind of has a little bit of an RPG feel to it yeah. in that respect. Yeah. Um, but I think for for car people, that's not necessarily what they wanted. Um, uh, okay, we have an Xbox and Bethesda Developer Direct event confirmed for January 18th. Uh, it'll be happening at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 8 p.m. in the GMT time zone. Uh, it'll be an inside look at selections of highly anticipated games coming to the Xbox Series X and S and PC and Game Pass. The presentation won't include any updates on Activision Blizzard games. So just know that. Uh, what we are going to get, we know for sure there are four games. Uh, Indiana Jones, uh, that that game is going to be shown off. And so we're going to basically have more than 10 minutes of game and developer insights, including details about the game setting, story, and how fans will actually play as indie. Uh, additional details, f uh, for, well, basically, uh, these additional details will be for his next uh, game. Uh, Avowed. Uh, Obsidian will be showing off Avowed. Um, I'm going to kind of skip through this because I mean I don't think we need to get into the nitty gritty of what they're talking about here. Um, Ara, History Untold, and I don't remember this game, but yeah. hear from the leads at Oxide Games about this game. Uh, oh, okay, so this is this is like a Civ Five. This is going to be a total Philism game. Um, Ara, History Untold. I believe this is kind of like a, a Civilization-like game. Uh, and then Sensu Saga, Hellblade 2, Ninja Theory will take us behind the scenes at the studio and show off more about the game. Pretty darn sure we will get a release date on the game. Yeah. At the developer direct. I hope so. Um, I I'm looking forward to uh, Hellblade 2. I know Kim's looking forward to Avowed. Uh, the Indiana Jones one. I... No. Machine Games, that might be quite interesting, that. I'm I'm really hopeful. I, I you know I I I think they there was a leak on the name Indiana Jones and the Great Circle, which people were saying that's a horrible name. Like, it's a freaking name of a video game. I, I, it's just like a movie title. Does it matter? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic for that game. I do like machine games. Obviously, yeah. loved all the Wolfenstein games, but. I always just kind of thought of Indiana Jones as being more of a third-person action game as opposed to first-person, and this, my understanding, is a blend of first-person and third-person. So we'll see. But getting back okay. to the uh, Forza, uh, Boomer in the chat has put that there's a new track coming on Tuesday. So, yes, I believe Daytona. All oh, right, okay. Oh, mistaken. Daytona, right? Classic. Yeah. 
Uh, he was also saying AI can be bullies, but uh, I just try to drive around them. Or if you're Greg, you shunt them off. <laughs> exactly. Unintentionally, Mark. Yeah, unintentionally. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so now we're just going to kind of transition. We're just going to wrap up the show talking about 2023, kind of reflecting back on 2023 and the games that we played, kind of what stuck out to us. Um, this could be you could consider it your game of the year list yeah. if you will mark yeah. or it could just be you know i'm not gonna really list these as a you know an order no mine just, in order. these are the ones that stood out to me yeah i've just got like basic notes because we don't want to drag on too long this um yeah do you want me to go first well real fast we're gonna throw kim threw up hers and All right, okay. let's let's we'll go through hers real fast and we'll dismiss most of them because they're nonsense <laughs> uh, uh do we involve cats by any chance <sighs> At least one does. All right, okay. At least yeah. one. Well, that's Kim. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll start at the. I'll call it the bottom, and then work our way toward the top of her list. So, party animals. I think oh, this yeah. is a recent discovery for yeah. her. Um, it's it's fun nonsense. Yeah, and you know that that fits. It's like that a fits. mixture between gang beasts and fall guys. Apparently, I think that's what it looks like to me. So yeah, it looks fun. It does look fun, and and mm. I do think it's it is kind of like gang beasts. Um, you know, and you know, again, we applaud Kim for not playing Gems of War anymore, and we encourage <laughs> her with these other games. And yeah. so, um, no, uh, all just aside, uh, I think this this is one of those games. It's a hoot to play with a group of people, uh, and I think this would be actually be a blast to be playing like a drinking game associated with it as well. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know where this would be in her order. She has Hi-Fi Rush and Diablo 4 both on her list. Um, and and I, I don't know which one she liked more. I think, I mean, she played a ton of Diablo 4. Mm. I know she also really liked Hi-Fi Rush. I think both of these games should have been over, you know, higher rated than her game of the year. Just me, you know, talking out loud. Because um, her game of the year was Stray. Yeah. And, no surprise you know, there. I know it's a cat game. <laughs> it's fine, Kim. It's fine. Stray game of the year for Kim. If we had an awards, maybe we can have a pussy sound. <laughs> Meow. No, there you go. Well, do. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's let's get into it, Mark. I, you know, I don't know how you want to do this. You want to just list off yours real fast and yeah, kind of talk yeah. through them, or yeah. So these are in no order. Um, okay. And uh, a bit of a shout out to the Seal Podcast guys. They asked uh, for people's top fives. Um, they didn't say anything about putting them in order or anything. So if, uh, quite a lot of us didn't put them in order, but we put uh, in no particular order. Me, Pilch, and a few of us. And then on their podcast, they say, oh, they're not in order. We're not, we can't rank them and all this lot. So if you want to do that in future, set some rules first. <laughs> Just saying. But um, yeah, so God of War Ragnarok. I know it wasn't released last year in 2023, right. but I finished it and played most of it in 2023 okay. um absolutely amazing game if i had to pick one to be my top this would be the top um okay the store and, and i'm sure pete will back me up on this um i saw pete playing it the other day actually when i went logged on the ps5 so he's still playing it so i don't know if he's finished it yet uh but pete honestly loves any game that uh involves a character that potentially could be a ginger uh, or a, uh, like a viking yeah. type person with gingerish exactly. hair yep yeah um so yeah, so it's got an amazing story, uh, quite in depth. It's got a brilliant plot twist. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but the plot twist is 
one of those <gasps> oh my god moments. Um, it got me like that. Anyway, uh, the combat's really good. Uh, a variety of weapons and combos. Top-notch visuals by the boys down at that studio. Uh, the sound is ace. Just it's just an amazing game. Uh, it's one of those Sony staples. You you just have to play it if right. you want to own it. Yeah. Do you want to do one or do you want me to go through them all? Yeah, no, we can we can bounce off one another yeah. back and forth. So I'll start um, in no particular order. I'll start with Valheim. Oh uh, yeah. I I really enjoy this game. Um, there are frustrating moments to it, yeah. but I mean the the whole you know again kind of a Viking like setting mm-hmm. of being in a land that you're just you're surviving. So you're building up, you're creating, you know, your, your home and resources. And then there is, you know, there's an underlying, um, storyline to follow, to push you. So it's not just, uh, you know, kind of, um, I'm trying to think of what the, uh, like arc survival, where it was just, you're just there, right. And you're, you're trying to survive, but you don't really have a direction or a purpose. Um, this, I feel like they're very much, you know, they, they give you purpose. They give you direction of what you're trying to do. Um, but, uh, it's not rigid. And so you, you know, you can go about kind of taking your time and just building up a a life, if you will, in the, in the land. Mm. Um, it is challenging. It is not easy. And, and you definitely hit those moments of, uh, you run into baddies that will kick your ass. Um, and this does the thing that I probably hate the most, which is where you die, your stuff is left. And so if you want to recover that, you have to go back to where you died and get your stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, those are some of my quibbles with the game, but overall I enjoyed my time with Valheim yeah. and it's still, you know, installed. I can still go back to it and just kind of pick up and play. I actually bought this uh, and I tried it and I didn't really get on with it at first. I know it's had a lot of updates since I know the seal guys love this game. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I need to revisit this, but uh, yeah, I have this on steam. If you ever want, have you got, is it on Xbox as well now? Or? Yeah. It, ah, right, it came okay. to game pass. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, it, it controls well with the game pad. Yeah. I'll yeah. just say that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Mark, what about you? What's next? Um, so next one on my list is Diablo 4. I've just already mentioned it with Kim. Um, Diablo 4, I love Diablo 3, the eternal one. Um, I had a lot of fun with Diablo 3. I picked up Diablo 2, the remastered one. That was balls hard, uh, but I still enjoyed it. But I got nowhere near finishing that one. But Diablo 4, I I sunk a lot of time into this game and I loved it. I loved the yeah. new Necromancer class. Um, I thought the story and the cutscenes were really good. I liked the uh, the baddie um, of um, I can't remember her name now um, with the big tits sticking out. What's her name? <laughs> you know what I mean straight away, don't you? What, what's her name? Oh my uh, god, I can't I, remember. It's escaped me. The, um, mother, the mother of evil. Yes. Yeah, that that one. Lilith. Somebody, Lilith. Thank you, Kim. There you Lilith. Go. Yeah, well, Kim for the rescue. Yeah. Lilith. Yes. Brain freezer. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, I thought she was a really good bad guy because sometimes it made you think, if is yeah. she really that bad? She, is she making sense here? Well, yeah, and I, I thought they it, did a really it? nice job with the storyline mm. of, of towing yeah. the line of what's good may not be as yeah. good as you think, and what is bad yeah. may not be as bad as you think. I've ever had Lilith's um, father in it, yeah. my best yeah. po or something. Yeah, so, yeah, very good. Yeah. Very I, good. I've Diablo Four on my list as well. I would say top three for me for the year, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. There's, um, there's, there's five different classes to pick from, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so here's my one beef. Yeah. I So one, I played as a fat bastard. <laughs> I played the, the druid. druid. Yeah. 
Um, if I had one beef with Diablo 4, it's I wanted there to be different character creation tools. Um, I hated that yeah. they kind of, they had, like, you could customize your character, but it was limited. If you were a druid, you had to play a fat bastard of some yeah. fashion or another. Yeah, you couldn't alter your body size and everything. Yeah. Like, like you come with a lot of games, yeah. Yeah. So that would be my, my one gripe, if you will. Uh, other than that, I really thoroughly yeah. loved Diablo 4. I loved yeah. the story. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Probably one of the better stories that I, I yeah. took in for yeah. the, the course of the year. So, yeah, and, yeah hold and on. They're, they're going to keep it going with the seasons and keep introducing changes. So we're on the second uh, yeah. season now which is the vampire one. Uh, and each time there's a new season, you have to roll a new character. Um, so that is a little bit of a pain in some respects, but not all, because if you have uncovered all the area and that, you don't have to redo all that again. Right. <coughs> uh, and it's nice to play a different character. So I started off with the Necromancer. I loved that class. Second season, I went with the Sorcerer, which okay. wasn't as powerful and I had a bit of trouble with that staying alive but i still enjoyed it and currently i've got a uh, rogue which i know okay. kim likes the rogue class and uh, Def- defoe was playing with the rogue class and that is really good i like that rogue class so yeah okay. uh, i haven't finished the okay. seasonal campaign yet on that uh, i just, no, yeah. just don't no time for it at all yeah. just no anecdotal time. side note diablo 4 one of the most expensive games i've ever bought um, yeah, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Next, Greg. Uh, uh, all right, next game up for me. Uh, I'm going to throw War Tales out there. Uh, again, this is one of oh, those games. Um, yeah. It's not my typical game that I, I play. Uh, you know, it does have turn-based combat, so it has that tactics element to it. But there is this uh, also kind of a, a rogue element to it in that you, there's permadeath, and your characters, you know, you're you're playing these characters that are uh, kind of out into the countryside. They're they're kind of rogues themselves, yeah. if, you know, kind of a, th- a thievery bunch. And um, you just are surviving. That's the best yeah. way to put it. And there there is a storyline to it as well. I don't think it guides you as well on the storyline, or or maybe I should put it this way: I think it ramps up in difficulty very quickly, and so it can be challenging in that respect. But I did enjoy my time with War Tales, so I wanted to throw it up there, and and, and put it on my list. Uh, but it would definitely, I think it's probably at the bottom of my list if I'm right, if right. I'm being honest, out of the, the the five I have on my list. All right. Not that I'm ranking anything. <laughs> no. Uh, what about you, Mark? What's next on yours? Uh, so my next one is another uh, PlayStation Five exclusive, and that is Spider-Man Two. Ah, yes. Um, I've not got far into it. I've, I'm about five hours in, uh, but again, Sony staple game. Um, it's just so well put together. The voice acting, the animations, the characters, it's just so good. Great action. Uh, I mentioned it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, excuse me. <coughs> Still, it's horrible cough. You play as both. You switch between Miles Morales and Peter Parker, so you got the two different Spider Men, and each one's got its own abilities. So you've got double the amount of combos to remember. And my old brain can't take it. I, I just struggle with the combos <laughs> remembering it. Uh, that's my only gripe about it. But yeah, it's just amazing. The, the opening battle with Sandman. It's just unbelievable. Um, Sandman flings Miles Morales across the whole of New York and it's one continuous scene. It never cuts. Uh, And you just, you get to recover and you're swinging back to him. It's just unbelievable. 
just great how they've done that. So, yeah, amazing game. Uh, I need to right. get more into this. Like I said, I'm not far into it. All right. Uh, well, no, I mean, again, Insomniac has been doing great work. Yeah. Um, and, and now that they're, I, I think, you know, it, it's it's just an interesting thing. And I'll, I'll ask you, Mark, who do you think is top dog, no pun intended, at Sony now? Is it Insomniac or is it Naughty Dog? Well, yeah, because Naughty Dog's cancelled their long in, right. in development version of Last of Us, their multiplayer version. And they haven't released a game since Last of Us 2. Um, and Somniac's been kicking it, really. They're killing it, really. Yeah, they've been crushing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think they might have taken over. Um, It'll be interesting, because, I mean, I know The Last of Us obviously has had huge success, not just even in the game side of it, but also the, oh, they've, they've, yeah, they've the, crossed the, over yeah. into movie, right? Yeah. Whereas this um, is the other way around, isn't it? Insomniac yeah. taking a movie character cat- and a cartoon comic book character yeah, um, and making that a game, so... Yeah. Although I, I mean, my guess is Sony still probably leans Naughty Dog only because they own all of The Last of Us. Yeah, they own the movie rights, they own the game rights. Whereas with with the Marvel games, they do pay a pretty hefty penny for the licensing fees on those games. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Um, what's next for me? Um, I'm gonna put Starfield next. Yeah, I've got that on my uh, list as well, so we can both discuss that if you want. Yeah, I uh, not my game of the year. No, close. I really enjoy my time with Starfield. I absolutely love the shipbuilding. Um, That's something I, I I've get... not done. It's weird, isn't it? How some people, oh, like I know um, Rich and Matt Nation, they've done a lot of the base building. I've yeah. not even touched any of that. I haven't touched base building no. either. Um, but I, you know, the shipbuilding I absolutely love. Um, I think this game has a lot of those different systems that can appeal to somebody. Um, and the story I think is excellent. I, you yeah. know, there's not a lot I don't like about the game. I will say this. I do feel, um, some of what we had hoped or, or thought was kind of being promised in terms of the ship combat stuff or, or the, the, the space exploration side of it. Yeah. It didn't live up to, I think the hype. No, um, a, a lot of the ship stuff is just cutscenes, isn't it? Taking right. Uh, yeah. I, I do enjoy the ship combat, though, the ship versus ship combat. Yeah. I do enjoy that. Once you understand the systems yeah. of ship combat and, yeah. and it, it, how to disable a ship and board it, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that becomes very interesting. Yeah, target the systems and that, yeah. But, uh, but you know, it, it kind of reminds me of, was it Mass Effect 2, where you were scanning the planets? Yeah, yeah. They have that in this game, and it just it just doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. No. But still, great game. Very much enjoy my time with it. I'm still playing it. Um, there's a, supposedly a big update coming to this game as well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, it, it deservedly is on my list, uh, but ironically not the top of my list. Um, <laughs> Mark, do you have anything else that uh, uh, is I, on your list? I, I do, yeah. Uh, I have got... Um, well, I've got two more actually because I, okay. I, I cheated a little bit. I had, um, I had okay. six games because one of them was an honourable mention, but I've included it on this list for, for tonight. So, um, Hogwarts Le- Legacy. Ah, uh, yes. That was out yeah, earlier yeah. this year. I nearly forgot about it. Uh, Pilch had it on his <laughs> list and I thought, oh my God, how can I forget about that game? Um, you loved this game. It is brilliant. I, I was yeah. so addicted to it. I played it non stop for, for months. Um, because my my nephew bought it on PS5, so I had it on the PS5, and it's 
It's so good. Graphically, it's amazing. The representation of the Hogwarts castle is just second to none. Um, yeah. if, if you just compare the roots, the tech in the movie and this game, it's it's nearly identical. It's amazing how they've done it. The characters in the game are really good. It's um, a prequel to when Harry Potter was there, so it's set 100 years before Harry Potter. So you've got young versions of uh, the older professors and that. So that's quite an interesting aspect to it. Um, there's a a good storyline, uh, and it starts off with uh, an amazing intro where you sort of like you're attacked on the way to school with one of the professors, uh, and it like stems from there that you have this special gift, what only a very few wizards have, um, and you have to stop this um, thing happening. I won't I won't spoil it or anything, but yeah, worth a play. There's a lot to do. The open world right. uh, outside the it's castle big is big, and then. Two thirds of the way, it gets even bigger. There's another area where yeah. it opens up, which I wasn't expecting. There's a lot to collect. There's um, you can collect, you can train and collect animals and keep them in your. Um, do you know the hidden room in Hogwarts, the mm-hmm. room of requirement? So you've got that, uh, and then as you sort of like develop on, the rooms become bigger and more available, and you can keep all these exotic animals. So it incorporates a bit of the. Fantastic Beast side of the universe, as well as the Harry Potter side. So it's very clever how they've done it. Um, the wand combat, which a lot of people were worried about, is brilliant. It is really good. The number of spells you can unlock and the weapon wheel with all your spells. Um, you can't fit the, all your spells in at once, obviously, because there's just that many of them. But the, the selection is so good. And you can mix spells to work with each other. So they have like a doubling Question. effect. Yes. Does the size of your wand impact how many spells you can have in it? Uh, no, size does not okay. matter, especially right. when you're a size male. Size does not matter. Okay. Yeah. All right. I keep telling people this. Well, with <sighs> well, my wife. <laughs> 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 so yeah, but yeah, it's really good. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, the there's a large skill tree, so it's very got a lot of RPG elements. So the skill tree is really good and interesting. Um, and yeah, uh, a lot of interesting characters. Uh, I think I've okay. covered most of it, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the, the Hogwarts Legacy is a game that, um, even though it was getting kind of really good preview praise, still seemed to surprise the media and yeah. the communities. At, it was just actually good. Because um, I think everybody just expected it to be some kind of cash grab phone-in game, and it just it's not. It's it's a really yeah. solid, yeah. great game. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, that brings me to to my last game, and I do have a couple mentions. They're going to be disappointment mentions, but I'll explain <laughs> those when we get to it. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, this is my game of the year. Wow. Um, and and I think it's my game of the year uh, on on kind of the, the the note of it just surprised me so much. Yeah, yeah, you um, did enjoy it, didn't you? Yeah, obviously it was a shadow dropped game, and so nobody saw it coming. There was that, but. For me, this is a type of game I normally don't play, um, but I found the combat, the fluidity, the fluidity of the movement, just fantastic. Um, the the music, you know, side of it in terms of incorporating it with the combat was also just excellent. Um, and then I was just beyond pleasantly surprised at the voice acting and how well it was, and honestly that the 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 comedic bits hit home they weren't 
Uh, I really was also a bit fearful. It was going to be very anime, stupid humor, and it wasn't. It it just, it for the most part, was just really solidly well written, and um, and I was just blown away by just how much I enjoyed this game, Um, and it deserves just a ton of praise. And so for me, just based on the fact that um, it's a game I normally wouldn't like to play. Mm. Or a game type, I should say, that I normally wouldn't like to play. And for it to have just gripped me, and I played it through to finish and enjoyed every moment of it, um, for me, it, it, it earns top marks on, on my end. I'm getting uh, Jet Set Radio Future vibes from it. That sort of Very graf- much so. Graphically, it has, yeah. it has a lot of that. I think you definitely should give this a try, Mark. I know you, yeah, you I, were I will a fearful it. of the, the anime aspect to it. Yeah, the Japanese um, side of it, yeah. Yeah, it it is. It's really. It's just surprisingly sound, good, and and just. I mean, the 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 visual elements too. And that's. I didn't even talk about that. Um, they pulled. They pulled off that. Uh, you know, cartoon anime, but but functional within a video game. Um, it just. It it looks like it's hand drawn, but every element also has a a, a feeling of being a three D environment. Um, yeah. Uh, I have Boomer in the chat saying it does remind him of Jetset Radio. Yeah, it definitely has some of that vibe to it for yeah. sure. Um, okay, Mark, what is the last game on your list? All right, so the last game on my list is Assassin's Creed Mirage. So I think uh, I mentioned this a couple of yes. weeks ago when I first came back. Um, I was um, I was getting not fed up but despondent with the size of these. New RPG Assassin's Creed games. So you got Origins, uh, Valhalla, which is a better game than Origins. Uh, and then you had the um, the other one. What was it again? Was it Valhalla? There's uh, Origins and Origins. We did this last then... time, didn't we? we? Forgot the name of it. No God, yeah. Yeah, the other one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the other one. Yeah. yeah. But but all of the the, the yeah. Assassin's Creed games have all geared yeah. towards being but big open got, world RPGs. Yeah, bigger and bigger, and they're like eighty to hundred hours long. Odyssey, thank Odyssey. you, Kim. Kim, Kim again for the she win. Saved us, yeah, yeah. She's saving us tonight. Uh, so this is a throwback to the original first three games or four games, if you include the Revelations, uh, which I loved. I loved these original Assassin's Creed uh, with some new RPG stuff from the newer games. So there's a nice mix, and the best thing is I had this done in 26 hours, which is spot on for me. Uh, okay. So the game length is, and once you finish it, you get the credits, and it's not like the Odyssey and Origins where it just says nothing and carries on <laughs> when you finish the main story. You, you assassinate the last person, and it doesn't do it; it just carries on. Whereas this, you get the full credits and everything. It's got a, a nice end sequence, cinematic, which has links to Valhalla. Uh, okay. There is a story link there, and I won't spoil it, but yeah, it's very clever, and it's you think, mm, yeah, the next game is going to be very interesting. Um, yeah, we're slackers, yes, Kim. Yeah, we're slackers. Uh, so, yeah, good blend <laughs> of the old and the new. That's what I thought. Great length. Okay. Uh, the combat's really good. It does uh, throw back to the older sneaking around and, and stealth, which works really well for this game. I didn't mind it. I know Kim doesn't really like stealthy games, but this one, it, it's not a chore. It's it's quite nice and rewarding when you do the stealth parts of it. Um, graphically, like all these newer games now, they're all graphically amazing and sound good. Um a couple of little glitches here and there uh, with the big Ubisoft games, but nothing 
nothing to sort of like ruin the game experience. Yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved this game. Uh, I'm very happy with it and hope the next Assassin's Creed keeps to this formula now. I hope this is the new formula for Assassin's Creed. So, yeah, well done, Ubisoft. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of Ubisoft, by the way, um, the new Prince of Persia game, I guess there's a demo. Yeah, yeah. And apparently oh, it's being well-received. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Uh, the gameplay, the videos I've seen online, it looked really good. Yeah. Uh, maybe Ubisoft is getting their, their, their mojo back. Uh, yeah. Speaking of mojo, uh, but not getting it back. Uh, so I have a couple of disappointment mentions. So one, I'm going to throw Forza Motorsport out there. And it's mm. not because it's a bad game. And it's not because of the stuff that people were talking about. It's a disappointment for me in that I just didn't get into it. Yeah. I didn't. So I, I haven't really played it. I didn't get into it. Um, and, and I want to to like it but i just there's something not there grabbing me yeah um and then the major disappointment was was redfall yeah and i actually played this to completion and i completed this yeah it, it just i i think it had so much promise to be so yeah. much better than it was it had a lot so, of problems yeah yeah but anyway a so that's of, it a lot of stuff was repetitive in it uh graphically wasn't it was yeah. It wasn't new. It wasn't new and shiny like we've just been talking about Assassin's Creed it and yeah, Hogwarts. It didn't, it didn't it, feel like they were pushing the yeah, envelope at it, all. It looks like an Xbox One game, uh, yeah. early one at uh, that. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It, it didn't push any boundaries. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it a little bit. I finished it, so I must say something. Uh, yeah. I got a bit frustrated towards the end, but yeah, it, I, it's forgettable. I forgot all about it to be honest until you mentioned. Yeah, it and that's it. Yeah. You know, I played it. And and my time with it, I forgot. Yeah. You know, it just it wasn't memorable. So and and I so. saw recently they did the patch for the sixty frames a second and yeah, 4K and that. And they continue I'm, to support it, which yeah. I, I applaud. But it's too late. Who cares now? Yeah. It's, it's gone. It's, it's had its yeah. bad press. It's, I think it's was well, it Miyamoto? Late. I think had said you know you you, you never get a you know a, a, another chance at your first impression with a video game. Yeah. So it's like a lot well, it's good, can go for a lot of things, can't it? Yeah, very so. much so. Uh, all right. Well, that does it for kind of thinking back. So, God of War kind of taking top marks for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hi-Fi Rush for myself. Yeah, and, and straight for Kim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we do have some new releases to talk about, Mark. Uh, the, finally, the the industry seems like we're over the holiday break, and so there are some games coming out. Although, yeah. albeit, I don't think they're going to set the world on fire, except for maybe <laughs> one. Uh, Legend of Grimrock for the Switch on the 15th. Uh, Art of Rally on iOS for January 18th, so I guess we're including iOS games now. Uh, Bulletstorm VR, uh, the VR game, uh, January 18th. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. This is the one I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know it was coming 18th. out. I didn't realize it was so soon. Yeah. Well, that's what? That's uh, Turnip week. Boy robs a bank. And that's pretty much on everything, including PC. Uh, and then another code recollection and The Last of Us Part Two remastered. And give me half a second, Mark. I have to excuse myself. I'll be right back. All right. So, yeah, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. I didn't realize that was coming so soon. But, yeah, I am really excited for that. The gameplay looks amazing. Let me just pull it up. Lost Crown. Just talk amongst yourselves while I do this. <coughs> get the gameplay up yeah so the old 2D Prince of Persia's uh, they didn't look the best but the gameplay on it was addictive and there was 
a lot of difficulty there with all the traps and the enemies. Uh, and this does hark back to the original Prince of Persia's, um, but obviously with a, a new graphical spin on it and new combat. Like just, it just looks so good to me. Does this game? So yeah, definitely worth a worth a pickup. I think. I wonder what price it'll be. If it'll be uh, full price, that'll be interesting to find out. What else is coming out? The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. I thought it came out on PS5 as a PS5 game. Was it not a PS5? Was it a PS4 game? I don't know. That confuses me how you can remaster a game what's only just been out recently. Turnip Boy. Kim wants to see Turnip Boy. You played that Turnip Boy, didn't you, Kim? Turnip Boy. Yeah, uh, the Commits Taxi version you played, didn't you, Kim? Uh, Rob's a bank. Let's have a look at the gameplay for Kim. All Turnip right. Boy, Rob's. I'm just getting the gameplay up for Turnip Boy, Rob's a bank for Kim because she likes the Turnip Boy games. Okay. I was just saying, um, Greg, the the new Prince of Persia. You can see the old school 2D type platform in it, right. but the the new graphics on it, it just looks so good. I wonder if that'll be a full price game. What do you think? Do you think it'll be a, a full seventy seventy dollars seventy pound game? Uh, I, I want to say like 40. I hope be so. Like, I'd but, be happy to go out on that, Greg, if you want to go out on that one. Because I'm very yeah. interested in that. Uh, let me just take a look. But yeah, no, we, we certainly can explore that. It might be full price. I mean, Ubisoft does like their money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's full price. Uh, yeah. No. I take it back. It's it's about ten bucks cheaper, so it's right, a fifty dollar okay. game. Right. Okay. So twenty five each. That's that's doable, isn't it? Yeah. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Greg, The Last of Us Part Two remastered. Didn't The Last of Us Part Two actually come out on PS Five? Or am I wrong? Did it come out on PS Four? <laughs> uh, I think it came out on PS Four Pro uh, right. and and PS Four, and then they had the PS Five version. Right. Well, how can they remaster a PS Five game on PS Five? How does that work? Well, Mark, <laughs> anything to be able to sell you. The, yeah, I, I think uh, Sony knows their marketing yeah. and, and look. June 2020. Say, June 2020 yeah. came out, so it'd have been PS4 Pro original, wasn't it? Yeah. When did but, PS5 but again, come out? They know they can resell that the same games over oh, and over yeah. again with um, remastered versions. Yeah, they do it all the time, Sony, don't they? Yeah. And PS5 uh, came out... Uh, 2021? 2020. 2020, November 12, 2020. Yeah. So that, the same year as the game. That's what that's what yeah. got me confused. Yes, Kim, I agree. Money grab. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, this will, of course, have exclusive features, Mark, that can only be seen on the PlayStation 5. Like what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <coughs> you, you can watch uh, your pound, pound notes flitter away. <laughs> well, but I mean, you know, if you think about it, they did that with The Last of Us. They had The Last of Us, then yeah, they had The that Last was of a Us P Pro yeah, version. But The Last of Us was a PS3 game, because I played it on right. PS3, and it was my right. game of the generation on that console. But but, but again, Mark, but... but and then they resold they it did... on PS4, yeah. And, and then, then again they on PS5. resold it again and on the, PS5. Yeah, and then they sold it again on PC. Yeah. So they've cashed in three, four times on that first game. Yeah. Uh, interesting uh, note, just kind of thinking about Sony and, and games coming out. Helldivers 2 uh, yeah. 
I was I, I'm very curious now uh, because they did announce not just the game, but they also announced the PC specs and that it's cross-platform with PlayStation 5. All right. Okay. And it makes me wonder, though, because they've announced the PC specs now, is this coming day and date to PC? Right. That would be a first for Sony. Yeah, it would do anyone. So, yeah, normally got wait um, a year or two, yeah. don't you? So I'm kind of curious as to, to, to how this plays out. Um, you know, and I mean, if it's on PC, that that might be something I uh, I, I dive in on. So yeah, we'll see. Mm. Uh, okay, Mark. Yes. Wednesday nights, we're still doing the Halos. Yeah. If you want to jump in, Lord, I'm just saying. You know, you're welcome. Uh, I, need, I need to get back into that. Door. Christopher Matthew could come in and and shout at us for a while, throw some expletives, and then leave. Uh, everybody's welcome. I, re- I remember playing a lot of Halo 3 ODST Firefight with Chris. Oh, yeah. We had such a blast then, didn't we? Oh, and, and uh, yeah. Uh, Friday nights, Friday we nights. call it PUBG nights. But well, it's, 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 shoot, shoot your bang, bang, right? So, yeah, whatever yeah. people want to play, I'm happy. I'll play. I'll play whatever. I think we just nick the Lethal Company, so Friday Night yeah. Lethal Company. Yeah. And it could be any game, yeah, but yeah. we will just now forever be known as Lethal Company. Or just Lethal Friday Nights. Night, Friday lethal nights. <laughs> um, and if you're not in our Discord already, pop in our Discord. Um, we will put a link somewhere, hopefully. If not, just message one yeah. of uh, one of our uh, podcast hosts, me or Greg or Kim or Robin, and we will get you a link. Because uh, if you're in the Discord, we now send reminders for these um, playdates, and there's information on there. Uh, if people prefer a certain game so I can queue it up. Yeah, the, the Discord, it's the future. <laughs> it's like we're actually promoting things. Yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you for that, Mark, by the yeah. way. No worries. Uh, yeah, and, and for the record, if you've gotten this far in the video, you know, in watching us live, like us, subscribe, do that stuff. Yeah. You probably already have, but if you haven't yet, do it anyway. Um, and Or do what other people do, which is they unsubscribe, then they resubscribe. Um, <laughs> that, that always baffles me, but people love to do that. So... All right, uh, we're at that time. We're going to do some closing notes. Mark, yes. anybody you want to shout out? Yeah, uh, all the shouts tonight. It's been nice and busy in the chat room again. Uh, well, I hope Kim gets better soon. Uh, I want to shout out um, the people who played with me this week uh, on the shooters uh, over the last three days, which is Rob, Gary, and Jay. And a big shout out to Martin, who was in the Discord chat Friday night, but was on his console and had his kids to sort out. And we sort of like... When we played Lethal Company, to get the full experience, you mute each other in the Discord chat because to get the full experience, you have to have proximity chat. So when you die, okay. you're going like, Mark, Mark, are you alive? And I'm going, no, I'm dead, no, I'm dead, but you can't hear me. Uh, so, yeah, to get the full experience, you don't have a chat. You have to use proximity chat or the walkie-talkie. So we muted poor Martin, and when we came out of that game, he'd gone. So we felt a bit bad. But, yeah, he said it was okay. I, I messaged him later. Um, and he messaged me as well. He said he was deeply offended. Yeah, he said that crying. fucking bastard, that Yorkshire twat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a big shout out to Joysticks and Chill because apparently they're podcasting tonight. Shock horror. It's uh, like me coming back. <laughs> uh, they've been away as long as I have, I think. You're but, like a trendsetter, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> May 2023 was their last podcast. And I, and I love listening to those guys. I, I, I get on really well with John and everyone. Uh, and Jay, uh, and I wish they'd have more consistency because, yeah, uh, it's just it's just a good listen to. But, but 
the chemistry between them guys, uh, like uh, John Nezzy and J- John Mouse, well, he ain't John Mouse anymore, is he? Major Revenge, uh, Jay and Hardly Dan. It's just, it's a good combination, like us, not as good as us, but yeah. there you go. We're consistent, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a big shout out to Joysticks and Chill. Uh, over All to right. you, Greg, let you take us out. Well, I will run through the. I will actually give some shout outs. Uh, Kim was in the chat, Gamer Girl 27. Uh, we had Joysticks and Chill. We had Lord. We had Rob VTS, otherwise known as Snuggins. Snuggins. <laughs> Snuggins. Here forward ever. Uh, we also had Boomer in the chat. We had Christopher Matthew in the chat. Uh, and I think that is it. Just go. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Yeah. I'm scrolling. But yeah, so yeah. shout out to everybody that was in the chat. Thank you very much for coming and hanging out and listening. Um, and uh, we will be back next Sunday, 12 p.m. West Coast, 8 p.m. in the UK. And if you're somewhere in between, figure it out. Work it out. <laughs> Work it out. Figure it out. And that's it. We're done. Oh, shout out to my new. I've got a designer for our pool, Mark. <gasps> Forgot to talk Ooh, about this. Yeah. Nice. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, exactly. All right. That's it. We're done. We're out of here. All right. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Overseas Connection Podcast. Same time next week.